Welcome to the Central Florida Buzz with Mike Kara, the podcast for Central Floridians who want to be in the know on what's happening in Orange, Lake, Osceola, and Seminole counties. Sponsored by the Central Florida Home Brewers, the premier craft and homebrew club. Learn to brew beer, kombucha, mead, or make wine. Visit www.cfhb.org. Now, here's your host, Mike Kara. Well, welcome back to our next edition of the Mike Kara Radio Show, the Central Florida Buzz here at Frank's Place, Restaurant and Sports Bar 146, North Clark Road in beautiful Coe, Florida. And if it's happening at Coe, it's happening at Frank's Place. Right now, what is happening at Frank's Place is I'm being joined by a great uh, singer, songwriter, musician, performer, Mr. Landon Nolan. And uh, Landon, it's such a pleasure and honor that you could join me today and tell us all about your great music. And uh, first of all, I want to let you know that I listen to the music. Uh, it's really, really awesome. It sounds like you're a cross between a musical theater guy and a rock guy. So okay, yeah, I, yeah. It seems like you could really belt it, like you b- belong in Fat on the Opera. You could tell the passion <laughs> of, 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 you know, in the music that you sing. So first of all, speaking about that, why don't you tell us a little bit uh, about yourself and how you got into music and where you are today? Absolutely. Well, I uh, started playing music a while ago. Uh, I was around 14. I was in seventh grade. And uh, we were going to a nursing home to play music for the older people that were there. And um, they didn't have anyone to play the piano. It was for a Christmas thing. So I learned some piano songs for the class. You know, she asked everyone, hey, anyone here know the piano? And I was like, I do. I didn't know the piano, but I said I did. So I went home. I learned some stuff. And I learned uh, Who's Crying Now by Journey oh. on the piano instead of the Christmas songs. I think I learned one Christmas song. But I learned like a whole bunch of like 80s classics on the piano. And then I showed up there, and we played one Christmas song, and the whole time I was just playing, like, Who's Crying Now (laughs) at the uh, nursing home, which was kind of interesting. The teacher told me to stop because, you know, it it wasn't a good vibe, I guess, for the the location. (laughs) (laughs) Bad location, I guess. Yeah, I know. Very hard to believe. But after that, you know, the curiosity just just kind of got me to keep learning things. You know, I wanted to learn the next thing. I really liked the band Muse, and I heard Newborn by Muse. That was one of the first songs I really heard by them, and I started playing that, and I was like, oh, man, I got to keep doing this. <laughs> oh, so for you, uh, Landon, uh, the, the, the music is just something, like we said, that is just a, a part of you, and we mentioned that you now write these songs. How yes. does songwriting come in, in, in your story? Was it something that you were doing at the beginning, or...? Ooh, no, definitely not. Uh, When I started playing music, I did not sing at all. I thought singing was really, really, really weird. I wouldn't sing, like, under any circumstance. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, I was one of those guys. And, uh, you know, if you are one of those guys, I get it. You don't have to sing, okay, dudes? (laughs) But maybe you should try. It could be fun. That's kind of what I learned. But, um, yeah, I didn't sing at all. And so most of the things that I wrote were, like, compositions because all I played was piano at the time. So I, uh, I made some stuff on the piano, kind of explored. I say for every, like, two songs I learned how to play, like covers, I probably wrote a song, a little something, you know, because I really liked the, the side of the piano where it's like, you can just do whatever you want. You know, you don't have to, because I'm not classically trained, so I just did whatever I wanted <laughs> until it sounded good. That's how I kind of learned some of the theory and stuff like that, you know, like when not to hit the black notes and when to hit certain black notes. Let's put it that way. But uh, yeah, after that, we went and saw Billy Joel for my birthday, my uh, 16th birthday, I think it was. And um, I saw him sing and I was like, oh, man, he's so cool. If I'm going to do this, I have to sing. <laughs> So I took a couple vocal lessons, and uh, from there, you know, just started writing things with words and, you know, voices and stuff. <laughs> and it's interesting, Landon, about you mentioning you not wanting to sing with your, your voice the, the way, way it is. I mean, did you realize originally you could sing like that? I mean, is that how you always sang or that great? No. <laughs> I, would, I would say uh, most definitely not. So when I started singing... I was very, very, like, non-trained. Because the, the voice is a muscle, right. believe it or not. And the only thing I ever used that for was screaming. Because I'm a martial artist as well. Oh, okay. So the only thing I ever did that was somewhat like vocals was yelling. So it was probably kind of bad for my voice. But I'm sure I've recovered from it. <laughs> but I still do martial arts. But, um, but yeah, you know, that's basically all that I did for the, uh, for the voice. I had to learn it, acquire it. It didn't come natural for me. So, you know... I think I think the writing came more natural. You know, for some people the the vocals comes very natural to them. They're naturally adept at it. You know, they're just really good at it just to start with. You know, 
But in some other areas, you know, they're lacking. And I think the area I was lacking in was the voice part. So I, I think that's why, you know, the writing kind of came easy and the, the vocals was just really tough for me. But I, I finally got it. I think I'm getting somewhere. <laughs> yeah, you, you definitely are, Landon. So let's talk a little bit about the songwriting. So what inspires you uh, to write a, a good song? I mean, is there, is there some time that you just get a, a song in your head or, or does it, it come through a process? Or Oh, man. Okay, so I get asked this sometimes. Songwriting for me is really weird sometimes because... I get it from anywhere. Right. Like, I, the songs that I write don't happen the same way, you know? There's not really, like, a, a strict process that I use. But what tends to happen is I'll kind of hear something or see something, and I'm like, huh. And I write down what I thought. You know, like, on my phone, I have a, I'm waving my phone right now. I have a whole bunch of notes. Like, I go through notes on my phone like crazy. And uh, I just write down different ideas, you know, things that maybe don't make sense but I try to expand on it later when I'm in front of a piano or a guitar, and that's usually where it comes from. I know uh, something to run from. I don't know if I've ever mentioned this. That's my original off my EP, Haunted Bayou. You can find that on Spotify and, and YouTube and stuff, LandonNolan.com. But be sure to check it out, guys. But uh, something to run from actually was kind of inspired by a meme I saw. I saw a video online, and I thought it was hilarious, but then it was really deep. It was the kid. He was like, I wash and wash and wash my hands, but no matter how much I wash, I'll never be clean or something like that. And I was like, that's hilarious because the video was funny. But then I thought about it and I was like, wow, that's kind of sad. So I, I, I don't know. You know, things like that, things that get me thinking, I write about. I like, I like to think more about things that get me thinking. You know, if I find it interesting, I want to expand on it. So for you, Landon, you mentioned that you always usually grab grab your phone. You you always have your phone with you. Oh yeah, Again, waving, waving the phone. <laughs> there you go. So so that 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 helps then to to get the uh, the words down. But I mean, when you get the idea, do you get a particular mel- melody, or sometimes it's just a matter of a, an idea you want to get down? Yeah, I think you nailed it. Sometimes sometimes the melody even comes first. Oh. You know, you're kind of just playing some chords. It gives you a feeling, and you're like, ah, I want the song to sound kind. Of eerie so you start hitting these notes you're not even words yet you're just like la 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 you know just trying to hum along to it and then the words come later you know what does the melody make me think of and then then that's where the that's where the words come so you mentioned landa that sometimes you have like you said you have all these different instruments so sometimes when you're working on a song you you're you you not jump the gun but sometimes you say well i think this guitar part would be great i think this uh, piano that happens where you're already getting what you're going to do before you do it yeah the final page i wrote the entire song before any words were made and something interesting that i don't usually bring up a lot that vocal take was the first time i tried singing what i thought so like before I sang it, I was like, oh, maybe this would sound cool. Okay, maybe that. And then I just sang it. Like I set it up in the kitchen. The dog was whining in the crate. At the beginning of the song, you can hear the dog. It goes, the field's black with dying birds. And then the dog, Dakota, goes, <laughs> like whines. Wow. So you can actually still hear it on the recording if you listen carefully. You know what? A quick challenge to you guys. I want you to message me on Instagram the exact second in the song where the dog whines. There we go. Landon underscore Noland. I want, I want to know. All right. And I want to see if you guys are paying attention as well. But, uh, but yeah, so that whole song was written before, you know, any words were made. I was listening to a lot of soundtracks at the time, you know, classical and kind of new stuff like The Dark Knight. I think that's some of the best, best movie making ever. You know, Hans Zimmer just creates amazing soundscapes with what he does. You know, everything from Inception, you know, time to The Dark Knight, that, that kind of stuff, I really, really like it. And I think it gives me a lot of inspiration. And it comes real easy. I mean, it just it just comes to, to you. It's just something that you're, you're good at, that you could conceptualize this stuff? Or Well, when I made the final page, things kind of just fell into place. Kind of uh, just yeah. happened, you know? That one was kind of easy, you know? But, but when it comes to being more intentional about what you want... Right. It's it's a lot more difficult. Right. You've really got to put a lot of thought into it. You've got to you've got to know what you're doing before you do it, and that's that's a really hard part sometimes when yeah. it comes to recording. So, so yeah. So now, Landon, I don't know if we quite discuss this, but let's say you get a song that down and uh, it's 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 done. How much changes from the time you actually get a rough draft to you actually record it? Is is there? Do you change it a lot or? Huh. 
I think it varies. You know, some, sometimes I'll change it a whole lot. Like uh, Something to Run From was <laughs> something to run from was one of the first songs I actually wrote. So that one went through a lot of changes. It was years before I recorded that. So that, that song definitely went through some changes there, you know, especially, especially vocally. Because I'm totally different vocalist now than I was right when I started singing. You know, no training versus training changes things. It changes, it changes where the, the best spots in your voice are, too. You know, things like that. Uh, when you hear an artist, an artist like, um, let's just use Matt Bellamy from Muse, okay? okay? So he wrote some of his older songs from Showbiz, and he probably has a harder time singing them now. It doesn't mean his range is smaller. It means that he's found more, his voice has changed. He's comfortable in different areas in his voice now. You know, he really shines singing this note, this way, you know, the style, things like that. I think that that's what changes m- more than the words to the song. If that answers the question, you know, like, uh, what's one, uh, cracking ice in the hearts of stone. I'm probably just going to call it cracking ice, but it's an acoustic song I play. And, uh, it's three pages long. It doesn't repeat very much. You know, there's the, the choruses don't repeat at all. There's a new chorus for, for each, each part of the song. But, um, you know, you go back and you see some things like, oh man, this rhymes with this much better. And it changes the vibe and makes more sense. It just it, it meshes together so much nicer. It makes it a better song, more solid, you know what I mean? So those, those kind of things I do quite often, I'd say. And I'll just mention, uh, Landon, uh, that I like those choruses that, that change, like you just mentioned. I've always thought that was neat. You don't hear that too often, so that, yeah. that's, that's something I'm glad you're here continuing to yeah, mention. Yeah, I'm, I'm experimenting with yeah. it. I think it's, it's very nice. It's, uh, I wrote that song on Valentine's Day. It's different places you can kind of find yourself. Right. You know what I mean? So it's a different story. Each verse and chorus following is a different story right. and like a conclusion to that story. And the bridge is kind of like an over, what's it, uh, it kind of encompasses all of the different stories in, in a very pleasant way, I think. I'll have to record that soon. <laughs> oh, so you mentioned about love songs. I mean, is that, is that something you write, write a lot of, or is love, uh, you know, and romance a theme in, in your songs? Or? I mean, I try and stay away from that kind of stuff, you know. Most of what happens is... I have a lot of friends and I, I see kind of the stuff they go through and I'm like, oh man, it's way easier to write about things when it's not happening to you, I've noticed. Yeah, yeah. You know, because you get to look at it from not just an emotional standpoint, but logically. So that's what that's what most of my songs, as far as, you know, love go. You know, you see something happening to a friend and you're like, oh man, I'm going to write about that. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you got you to gotta take those moments, those ideas, those things that you get and you have to run with it, you know. I try and keep it about a lot of different things, though, you know? Something else I try is keep the songs open-ended. Yeah. You know, you want the audience to be able to uh, apply them themselves in that situation. So something I'll do a lot is I'll use, like, personification of, say, an object like a book or a snowman, and I'll let them relate to those items. I'll draw, I'll connect some of the dots and let them do the rest, you know? Oh, so so that that's great that you could leave it o- o- open. And again, that's another thing <laughs> I have always said. So you so you you really got got all these great I- ideas, and and you're you're always growing as an artist. You feel like you, you could never learn too much. That each time, I mean, I mean, sure, each song is great, but I mean, do you feel like when you each song gets better and better, or or it's more complete in what you want to say? That yeah, I think as I write music. I get better and better, you know, song after song of conveying my message. Right. You know, some songs just click really well. Right. Like they they yeah, just they go. they just work. I had to snap in front of the mic. I did yeah. it to the side and realized it wouldn't work. But you know, they they just work and they make sense and they're nice and simple, but as you start writing more and more and more, you get you find better ways to draw your conclusions, you know? Really tie things up with a nice little bow tie and be like, "There you go. Package complete." You know what I mean? I think I think that's something I really, really enjoy about music. I'm, I'm a writer. I, li- I really like to write. That's, that's where a lot of the passion is for me. Okay, uh, Landon, we're going to take a quick break, and we will be back, and we'll talk about some of these songs of yours. My guest today is a great singer, songwriter, musician, performer, Landon Nolan, and you are listening to the Mike Care Radio Show, the Central Florida Buzz, here at Frank's Place, Restaurant Sports Bar, 146 North Clark Road in beautiful Ocoee, Florida. And if it's happening in Ocoee, it's happening at Frank's Place, and please catch us for our next segment of this edition of our program today. 
snowman, I'm your snow. I was your snowman, let me go. I'm your snowman, I'm your snow. I was your snowman, let me go. Well, welcome back to our next segment of this edition of the Mike Care Radio Show, the Central Florida Buzz, here at Frank's Place Restaurant and Sports Bar, 146 North Clark Road in beautiful Ocoee, Florida. And if it's happening at Ocoee, it's happening at Frank's Place. Right now, what is happening at Frank's Place is I'm being joined again by a great singer, songwriter, musician, performer, Landon Nolan. And Landon, it's a pleasure, honor you could join me today. And now we want to talk about these songs that you have. Uh, that our audience is uh, listening to. And the first song is called Haunted by You. Can you tell us a little bit about this? Yeah, yeah. So when I actually wrote this song, this was an example of one of the songs that the instruments came first. So I actually came up with the little riff, the music box riff at the beginning. And then I left it alone for a while and uh, I picked it back up and actually thought it was, you know, good enough to keep running with. And I wrote words for it, you know. The song's kind of about kind of pouring yourself into someone or something and then you know it, it, it leaves you empty and it kind of haunts you a little bit and that's why it's called haunted by you and i think another reason it's called haunted by is because it's kind of haunting you know the little uh, music yeah. box thing a little, little eerie i don't know <laughs> it's got some of that going for it and another song we have you mentioned that this is one of your favorites snowman oh yeah i got to play some 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 wicked acoustic guitar for this one i really like playing acoustic guitar and uh this song is no exception to that uh, it's it's called snowman you know it's another example of personification i think people can really put themselves in the shoes of the snowman you know snowmen don't wear shoes though by the way J- just a heads up guys <laughs> but yeah you know it's a song about it's kind of along the same vein as Haunted Bayou almost. You know, you can you can pour yourself into something and it can kind of leave you empty. But another way I like to look at this song is it's it's a message from something you're holding on to for too long. You know, in life everything has a season. And I think the song's really about the snowman saying to let let it go. You know what I mean? Kind of just let it go. Let me go. You know what I mean? It's time to kind of move on. And I think I think Snowman is kind of cool in that way, at least lyrically, you know. Okay, and another song we have here is Something to Run From. And I think you mentioned it yeah, before, yeah. but you could tell us more. Yeah, yeah. So Something to Run From, It's it's got some Latin chants in it. Oh, yeah. You have you heard, ever heard of the game Skyrim? Yeah, I have. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I play that sometimes. And uh, the soundtrack from Skyrim is just so cool, right? So I kind of heard the chants, and I was like, how cool would it be if we had some chants in this song? Just some, like, really just, like, the dudes just chanting, you know? So we actually had somebody, uh, Zach Taylor is his name. I actually recorded this entire album here at uh, Taylor Voice Innovation Studios, St. Castleberry. And uh, the guy there, Zach Taylor, sang the vocals for the Latin chants. He did, like, eight different takes. He got his voice all the way down there. He got his voice all the way up at the top. It's amazing how he did that. And, um, yeah, it just it really makes the song pop. It makes it come to life a little bit more, you know? I really, really like that one. But, but yeah, if you guys are recording songs at any point, uh, be sure to check out Taylor Voice Innovation Studios. Got some, some great stuff going for him, including uh, Voice Lessons, soon to be called Taylor Academy of Music. Oh, there you go. So, uh Land and let's. You mentioned about uh, that you started out, uh, you know, actually performing as a, as a live artist. So I mean, is that something that you are doing constantly doing now still? Or oh yeah, that that's that's the majority of that's what I do. To be honest, I'm all over the place. I'm at Lucky's Market a lot. Okay. And, uh, Lucky's Market Orlando. I'm going to be playing at Lucky's Market Vineland soon. Uh, that's going to be the the newest one I'm opening. And then there's going to be. Um, Lucky's Market South Orange. I actually opened that one on opening day. And uh, there's a Lucky's Market Winter Park. Did I open that one too? Yeah, I opened that one too. So Lucky's is just awesome, guys. Be sure to get some 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 foods and some of your live music for the weekend there. All right, check out my website, landednolan.com. I'm probably at Lucky's sometime soon, and you might want to see me there. I bring the piano sometimes, so you can hear me play the piano. That's one of the only gigs I bring my piano to, because it's four hours. So, <laughs> oh, wow. so yeah, so I gotta, I gotta, you know, 
spread it out some. It's like a marathon, but it's it's a fun one. <laughs> so with this four four hour gig, are they, these all your your songs? Or you have to add covers in there? Or? Oh yeah, I, I do a lot of covers at these. You know, when people go shopping, they want to hear things they recognize, especially here in Orlando. You know, yeah. Pe- people want to hear. I don't know if you guys can hear the music in the back, but they want to hear stuff like this, you know? They want, they want to rock out a little bit while they're, while they're, you know, pushing the cart with the kids and, you know, kids in the cart. They, they want to hear some stuff that, that's familiar to them. And what you do is you take some original songs and kind of slip them in there. Every, every, every like, five, or five to ten songs, just kind of throw an original in there. And then they get to hear it. And they, I think it helps them appreciate it more, you know? Hearing the, the, the dynamic, your dynamic, what you can do with covers and how you apply that to your originals. I think it helps people enjoy the songs more. So, Landon, we're talking about the art of continuity to make sure everything kind of sounds smooth. Sounds like, uh, you know, uh, Landon Nolan then, huh? I guess so. <laughs> your, your sound that is is unique, meaning like you don't immediately, you know, do a country song and do a sudden drawl or something. I mean, you don't, no. you don't venture from your own brand, your own style, you know. I mean, unless it's something like Duran Duran. I like to put on a British accent sometimes oh, okay. for fun. It's for fun. <laughs> What's that Nacho Libre quote? Sometimes you wear stretchy pants. <laughs> it's for fun. <laughs> but yeah, I don't know if you guys have seen Nacho Libre, but check it out. Jack Black at his best, probably. It's hilarious. But uh, but yeah, you know, I play a lot of different things. Sometimes I'll start with a country song, like uh, Folsom Prison Blues, but I go. sing it I sing it my way. Yeah, yeah. And then I'll sing like Highwayman or something like that, you know, those kind of things. I like those kind of country songs, but I kind of keep it more around the rock, classic rock, you know, anything from the 60s, Rolling Stones, until you know, like Three Doors Down, Rihanna. I do a song by Rihanna, you know, that sort of stuff. I like I like making them my own in that way. So that's interesting, Rihanna. That you know, yeah, that too often. I, I think she's a talented um, vocalist. I think she's a talented vocalist. Yeah. My favorite song by her is probably "Stay." That's probably one of my one of my favorites. But I do I do a cover of uh, "We Found Love." That's that's the cover I do. It's not because I like the song. It's because it's nostalgic. Because when I was growing up, you'd hear that on the radio all the time. Oh, so you do a lot of songs. How about a nine-minute version of Freebird? Is that something that you have ever done? Um, uh, so you always get someone who's like, play Freebird or play uh, play Wonderwall. Oh yeah, yeah <laughs> those are the do. two you get, or like Drive by Incubus or something. But uh, I tried Freebird once or twice. It gets kind of tough though towards that that midway mark. Yeah. You got the guitar solo, and I only yeah. play acoustic guitar, so yeah. I just speed it up really quick. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I've given that a, a shot just just for laughs a couple times. But yeah, people people actually liked it. I was I was laughing by the end of it, but they actually thought it was cool. So I guess so. Thanks, guys. <laughs> so Landon, majority of what you do is solo acoustic. As a solo performer, do you do you ever perform with a band, or can you, or? I I was in a band when I when I started not right when I started but a little while after I started I was actually in a band with the uh, some of the workers from the recording studio. Oh, okay. uh, the reason being is because I I apprenticed there I actually worked there, so I actually do some some sound engineering and things like that mixing you know premix. I'm learning the recording aspect of it you know recording with artists as they come into the studio. That's kind of the next step. But uh but yeah the staff kind of made a band and uh. I was just getting started at that point, so I wasn't I wasn't a fantastic, but I was getting somewhere, and I could kind of see where I wanted to go next. And you know, being in that band really helped me out as far as musicianship goes. You know, I was the electric guitar player, and I didn't know how to play electric guitar. What was it? Uh, the band U2. They all started their band, and none of them really knew how to play their instruments. <laughs> but when they played them together, they sounded good. I don't know if that was the case for our band, but we had a great time, and um, it really helped me write a lot of music as well. You know, learning the ins and outs of, of an instrument that you're not familiar with, you know? Like, I would have rather have played the acoustic guitar, but that wouldn't have stretched me in any way. I wouldn't have been able to really learn much from that. So so I'm glad I learned the, the some of the electric guitar theory and things like that while I was in that band. We, we were called Minutes to Midnight. I came up with that name. That's a good name. We, like we even made an uh, Instagram account. And I think we have like three followers, but I'm probably... Hey, uh, better than nothing, I guess. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Be sure to follow me on Instagram, by the way. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> I, I, I'm, I'm trying to get 4,000 followers. I'm almost there. 
Oh, and speaking of bands or musicians, now as far as you recording the music, so we were saying that you pretty much play everything but the drums. So I mean, if we listen to these songs and we hear all the instruments, is going to be you except the drums? Is that it? Or um, some some of the things I think were played. Yeah, some of the things were played by by uh, musicians at the studio. Zach Taylor being being one of them, okay. of course. He sang some of the vocals. Okay, and he what was it? He did he did the chance for something to run from. He played the synth part for Haunted Bayou. He came up with some of the synthy stuff there. And, uh, you know, things like that. And he, he really helped me out a lot. So I want, I want to thank Zach Taylor very much. Thank you, Zach. Oh, but, I mean, all the, the, the piano parts and all the, like, the guitar part. I, I oh, mean, yeah, yeah. Is, do you do electric guitar on your recordings? Or? Yes. On the only song where I played everything except the drums of course was snowman and i did it at home and on my uh, on my imac (laughs) you know in 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 the modern age recording looks very different (laughs) you know a song like snowman when you hear it doesn't sound like it's recorded at home probably at least i hope not you guys let me know what you think but um but yeah i recorded that at home played the electric guitar parts i'm pretty proud of that one that's probably why i like that one most it's kind of my child you know what i mean it's it's really wholly something I came up with and I really like that <laughs> so you mentioned uh, landing about uh, mixing you know a- at home and getting is that something that you enjoy something that you might consider consider professionally too to produce or mix your own stuff I mean you, do, you don't do that now do you or uh, no I mean, professionally in the studio well I kind of do some student recordings at the uh, at the place I work at now so those those are kind of you know less pressure. Right. Yeah. They're, they're, they're free recordings we yeah. give to the students, which is very very cool. You guys should check that out. But uh, <laughs> but um, but yeah. Other than that, I don't do anything professionally. Right. As in, like I'm not mixing my own songs or anything. Right. I actually this entire uh, EP was mixed by Zach Taylor oh, at Taylor Voice Innovation right. Studios. He's great at that kind of stuff. If you guys have some beats or anything you want to get mixed, be sure to check check him out. Get some of that vocal stuff done. He's he'll help you out a lot with background vocals and all, all kinds of cool stuff. So getting back to the uh, you know performances, uh, Landon, where do you you you, you Central Florida is kind of like where you perform. I mean, have you ventured uh, throughout Florida occasionally or? Uh, we've we've been to Daytona. I got I oh funny story so. Uh, I mentioned I did martial arts or do martial arts, right? I'm actually a third Don black belt in Taekwondo, oh, Chung Do Kwan. Yeah, yeah. So uh, I was playing guitar in full uniform on the stage at Night of Champions right. at the Taekwondo tournament, the national tournament. Yeah. So, like, I just finished performing, and I actually put my guitar on in my uniform. It's on my Instagram. <laughs> it's, it's online somewhere. You guys can find it. And I played uh, Burn It Down by Linkin Park in full <laughs> uniform, and I did the rapping and stuff, and I just got a kick out of it. That, whenever I'm rapping, chances are I'm probably just kidding around half of the time. <laughs> but I, I, re- I really get a kick out of that kind of stuff. But yeah, that, that was a lot of fun. That's probably the farthest towards the coasts I've played. Uh, but yeah, Central Florida is pretty much, pretty much the gig, the area, my jurisdiction as of now. So you mentioned landed about Daytona Beach. How was that, that experience? That was great. It's it was a uh, three day event, and um, I don't remember what I got first place in. But it was probably like a few things, but probably like maybe Bo Staff. Yeah, it must have been Bo Staff because I performed Bo Staff, didn't I? Yeah, yeah. So uh, I performed in like six or seven events, something like that, maybe. Maybe less. Don't quote me on that, y'all. But anyways, I performed, and um, I did fairly well, so I got to play on the uh, stage Night of Champions, as in music, which was the talent show that year. And um, I also got to actually perform against other people with the weapons and stuff. So that was that was a lot of fun. It was really great. Um, I, I played on the boardwalk. Yeah, I played on the boardwalk. There's a big fountain at the back of the Daytona Hilton, which is where it was. And I kind of played music there. I made like $8 in tips. I think it was eight dollars and something cents in tips, but my guitar had sand in it and stuff, and oh, it, it was fun though. I met some people. Some kids came up and gave me their Instagram. I forget where they were from, but they're not from Florida. They're like from Australia or something. So if you guys are listening, uh, yeah, thanks. 
And now, Landon, this question may be a little different and unique, but this is a serious question in the sense the question is, have you ever thought about going on America's Got Talent and singing and playing the guitar and doing martial arts at the same time? I mean, combining those loves, I don't know if you have. To be honest, we do demos sometimes, and it has crossed my mind. You're not wrong. You're not wrong. You read my mind. But um, but people have been telling me lately I need to do America's Got Talent or you know things like that. I might I'm, I might give it some serious yeah, thought. Yeah, yeah. But um, but yeah, we'll see. We'll see, guys. You you just have to keep telling me to until I eventually do it because I'm like that sometimes. <laughs> so so yeah. But as far as kicking and punching and stuff goes, that might be a lot of fun. I'd have to get one of those really tough straps for the guitar. To yeah. keep it on there because I do like 360 kicks so the guitar might fly off and like hit a judge in the face and I lose <laughs> okay uh, landed with that we're going to take a quick break and we'll be back for a very last segment my guest today is a great singer songwriter musician performer Landon Nolan you're listening to the Mike Kara radio show the Central Florida Buzz here at Frank's Place Restaurant Sports Bar 146 North Clark Road in beautiful Coe, Florida if it's happening at Coe, it's happening at Frank's Place and please stay with us for a very last segment of this edition of our program today
Welcome back to our very last segment of this edition of the Mike Care Radio Show, the Central Florida Buzz here at Frank's Place Restaurant Sports Bar, 146 North Clark Road in beautiful Coe, Florida. Now, what's happening at Coe is happening at Frank's Place. Right now, what is happening at Frank's Place, one final time, we'll be joined by Landon Nolan, a great singer, songwriter, musician, performer. And uh, Landon, it's a pleasure, honor you could join me today and let everyone know about your great music. And now we want to talk, well, before we get into your social media and your Instagram and your internet, at, at presence so pretty much your whole life you've been a you've been here when the internet has actually been going and i have not but uh you know so for you is is a lot of what you do as far as your marketing as far as your promotion on social media or do you still go like uh, us old folks where we used to go we have to go to music stores we'd have to go to venues we'd still have to pound the pavement i mean is everything now like digitized for you or well if I understand the question, so it's as far as creating a presence for myself yeah. musically. Yeah, I guess I'm a little bit more old school. I do a lot of gigs. Right. I mean, that's really how most of the words gotten around. Just doing gig after gig right. after gig. I guess pounding the pavement. You know, yeah. playing all sorts of different places around town every weekend, playing that original music, really promoting it that way for really great audiences. I met a lot of people. You know. But, uh, but, yeah, so as far as social media goes, I do a lot of that, too. But, you know, social media can get taxing. You know, it's, it's a pretty, it's a whole other job. It really is, you know. There's being a musician at a gig and promoting yourself, and then there's pulling out your phone and your spare time and, you know, posting and things like that. It's, it's a whole different animal. It really is. But, um, but I met a lot of really great people that way, too. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, I'm here. <laughs> nice to meet you. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but but it is interesting. At, at one one time, there was no social media, so you had what you're doing now is is just you know getting out there, just playing. There there wasn't no way to, to yeah. do any of this. Yeah, yeah. You know, social media is really it's really expanded things in such a way to where you know it's easier to access people, but really it's harder because everything's saturated. You know, everyone has social media. Everyone has access to try and sell you something. Right. So everyone's used, especially kids my age who are just so used to it. Yeah. It's, there's nothing new about it to us. We've right. grown up with, from the day we were born, people are just trying. First time you get on the internet, they're just trying to sell you something. Right. And you block it out. You just know better. You're just like, new song, yeah, 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 yeah. You know, okay, new music. I got the people I like to listen to. You know what I mean? So that that's kind of made it harder. You know, social media is a tool. But at the same time, it's it's almost like a broken tool sometimes, you know? Yeah. It just doesn't want to work for you. <laughs> and now, speaking of that, uh, Landon, now you could tell us. Well, let's start here. Do you have a website, like LandonNolan.com yes. or yeah. something like that? So, dot com. reason why I said it real slow. It, so, see the letters in my first name right there? Yeah, close your eyes. You see them? All right. Landon. Noland. There's a D at the end of my name. They're the same letters, just moved around a little bit. That's my birth name. That's like my actual name. Landon Noland with a D. Everyone spells it without the D. They go Nolan. But uh, but yeah, yeah. LandonNolan.com is my website. You can find all my social media through that website where we're also selling some of these CDs. We have a shop, some of these beautiful glistening CDs with amazing artwork done by Brian Demeter. He lives right behind us. He does our artwork. He's really, really cool. Oh, so so yeah. Now, as far as YouTube, do you have a channel or? Oh yeah, we've got a uh, YouTube channel that is uh, Landon Nolan, I guess. <laughs> so just look me up on YouTube. You'll probably find some stuff. Uh, we've got my original music on there. So if you don't do Spotify, your phone came with YouTube. It's an app. I promise you have it, and you have access to my music through that platform. So Landon Nolan, we've got videos up there behind the scenes. So basically, the car rides to a gig. You know, touring with with me, you know, in the side seat kind of thing, uh, showing up at different festivals, packing things up, setting things up, you know, petting dogs as we show up oh, to places, nice. all that kind of cool stuff. I try and keep them short, you know, three minute videos, just so people can kind of see that, you know, I trip on the doorway walking in and I trip on the doorway walking out, just like you sometimes, you know. So, so yeah, there's that, and then there's my original music's on there as well, including some other fun videos and, you know, things of the sort. I don't post all that often, but, uh, you know, every once in a while I do kind of throw something on there I think's worthy of sharing. 
And Landon, now you mentioned festivals. Tell me more about these uh, f- festivals. In the summer, they're all year round. Are these certain music festivals? Or? They're kind of all year round, to be honest. You know, people think there's like a festival season. I guess there is. But from what I've noticed is, you know, I'm an indie artist, right. so I don't have, I don't have like, um, you know, Rick Barker booking me places. <laughs> Shout out to you, Rick Barker. I know you might see this somehow. That yeah. dude's all, that dude's all over the internet. Yeah. I mean, honestly, but um, but yeah, you know, it's you kind of just you get a festival when you book a festival. You just show up, you know, you play, you contact the right people, you get in touch with them, you say I'd like this stage, show up, play your music, you know. All year, all around, nah, all year around. There we go. And um, what was the last festival I played? It was the Daytona Main Street Live. That one was fun. I, uh, I think my favorite one is probably the um, Deland Original Music Festival. It's in the historic district, so everything's brick. It's real, real nice, you know. That sort of stuff. I played on my first uh, was a cosplay festival. A sci-fi Barto. People were dressed up like stormtroopers and stuff, and I got to play music with Hanging with Web Show. Uh, they're another another uh, group of people who kind of do interviews and they have like online radio too. But they had me on their stage, so I thought that was pretty cool. But uh, but yeah, that, those were some of the last ones I did, and my favorite one as well. Oh, so uh, and and then obviously on your so all your social media, you probably have all the dates and everywhere you're you're going to be. And that. oh yeah, that events page is lit up. <laughs> oh yeah, all down the page. So we've got everything from Rock and Brews and Oviedo. All the way to Lucky's Market in Orlando. <laughs> no, but, you know, all sorts of different places. I play at Divine Wine. We actually have a, a fundraiser we're doing. So I'm, I'm type 1 diabetic. I don't know if you guys knew that, but now you do. And um, I'm actually trying to raise funds to end type 1 diabetes, try and fund some sort of cure, you know. And there's, there's a really cool organization called JDRF. stands for the Juvenile Diabetes Research Foundation, and they're having a uh, type 1 walk we for short we call it t1d type 1 diabetes but uh they're walking at ucf and i'm trying to raise some funds so we had the local chick-fil-a sponsor us we've got uh chick-fil-a for a year you can you can do a silent auction for you can win that all proceeds are going straight towards uh the jdrf that charity there and uh, we're gonna have some people talk too we're gonna get the loft upstairs and it's gonna be real real sweet it's nice and cozy up there they got those lights that hang real cool like pool lights almost but it's it's pretty nice so we're gonna be there uh, march 2nd that's this saturday and uh, that's gonna be from 7 to 10 p.m and landed are you on things like uh google play or itunes oh man yeah i'm on uh spotify you can find me there landon Oland on spotify you can find me on google play amazon music um itunes deezer i'm on deezer as well deezer I just learned about that one. Yeah, I don't know yeah, exactly yeah. what it quite is, but I I, I uh, saw that people put music on that, and that's what you kind of want to do is to put out whatever it is, is to help your oh, marketing, yeah. help your brand to say, hey, whatever this is, I'm out here. You can find me. Oh, yeah, we, we learned about it and immediately put it on there. <laughs> so so you can find the music anywhere, SoundCloud, if you use SoundCloud. And it's also on YouTube. We've made playlists of the different songs that I've released. So... We even have a music video for a couple of them. So be sure to check that out as well, as, oh, along with lyric videos. I forgot about that. I made lyric videos on iMovie <laughs> and posted them on YouTube for some of the songs. So be sure to check that out. Oh, great. And, yeah, I, here you all are with all your songs. And uh, if people uh, pay, like, uh, you know, well, I got a deal at seven ninety nine, But, you know, you pay a certain amount and you, you get, I'll mention that you get this whole album that I'm holding oh, yeah. right, right right on there. So that that's pretty cool. So with, with this Google Play and, and iMusic, is that something that you that you, you do or is that something that the service does? Or uh, We use a service. We use CD Baby. Oh, okay. So we kind of just send it to them, say, this is what we want to release, and then they put it everywhere. We click we click the option that says even unpaid, so you can illegally listen to my music as well. I'm not encouraging it, but send it to your friends if you have it. There we go. <laughs> That's how Ed Sheeran got famous, right? <laughs> Hopefully at Google Play. That is legal. I oh, yeah, yeah. So, Use Google Play. Come on. Yeah, there you go. Come on, guys. Okay, okay. Have some dignity. Yeah. Come on. Listen to music, though. 
<laughs> exactly. Okay, uh, Landon, we really do appreciate uh, you stopping by and sharing all this this great music and uh, so before we go i want you mentioned about getting in contact with you so what is the best way for people to get in contact with with you oh, i'd probably have to say you can you can message me on facebook messenger right. uh we, we pretty much that that goes checked nothing really gets past us on that but uh if you want us to take it super seriously email us <laughs> email us that is landonoland at gmail.com no weird spelling we got lucky we lucked out on that one landonoland just my name at gmail.com okay so that that's great and one last uh, question landon so right now uh, you're you're j- just you know like we said an indie artist you're you're you're, you're recording you're uh, you know, you're, you're performing. Is there any, like, goal? Is there any, like, oh, ultimate yeah. goal? Well, right now, I'm, I'm taking some, some, some baby steps, and I'm trying to play at Ace Cafe. Okay. I want to play Ace Cafe, Orlando. It's a really cool place. They have, like, bike shows and stuff. There's motorcycles and mopeds inside of the restaurant. And I also want to play at the House of Blues in Disney Springs. Yeah, I'm coming for you, House of Blues. <laughs> I'm going to hit that front porch. And one day when I have a band, I'm going to play inside on that big old stage you got. Okay, Landon. Any final thoughts or anything else you'd like to mention here? Uh, not really. I mean, follow me on Instagram. I really do appreciate that sort of stuff. Come on out to the uh, fundraiser, a charity gig we have going. And uh, check my website for events. Subscribe on YouTube. Support me, please. <laughs> Okay, my guest has been Landon Noland, and he was a great singer-songwriter, musician, performer, and you've been listening to the Mike Cara Radio Show, the Central Florida Buzz, here at Frank's Place, Restaurant Sports Bar, 146 North Clark Road. And it's happening in the Coe, it's happening at Frank's Place, and please catch us again next time. You've been listening to the Central Florida Buzz with Mike Cara, the podcast for Central Floridians who want to be in the know what's happening in Orange Lake, Osceola, and Seminole Counties. Sponsored by the Central Florida Home Brewers, the premier craft and homebrew club. Learn to brew beer, kombucha, mead, and make wine by visiting www.cfhb.org. Thanks for being with us. We'll see you back here next week.